Coming up on TMS, an inch and a half all the way into my butt meat. 28 lifts later. High sp- <laughs> I don't know why the way you read that made me laugh. I can't explain it. I can't explain it. It was just funny. All right, sorry. High speed man hormones. Pre-show pen is substantial. The peen machine is ready to stream. Anti-social dining. Tom's tech time. Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Go on now. Get ready. Coat your fists in grease and then roll them in glass. What if he's right and you're wrong? Shouldn't we consider that possibility? The morning stream. I got a thumb. I got a middle finger. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. This is the morning stream for Wednesday, July 3rd, 2019. Scott Johnson here. Brian Ibbett there. Yes. Hello. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine. Hey, did you do a bunch of lifts yesterday? Oh, you did. You got to. St- I just missed this. I did do. I did a massive amount of lifts yesterday, actually. All right. We're going to get to that because I want to hear what happens because yeah. you're trying to play catch up, right? You're trying to get your goal. I'm trying to play catch up. Exactly. Because I had. Uh, I didn't do. I haven't. Uh, didn't lift at all from Friday all the way through Monday because of the bike thing and because I was sick. Mm. And um, that reminds me really quick. If you don't mind if I do something, call somebody out. Do it. Um, in our chat room here. Uh, so uh, this this whole bike thing happened. And um, I think uh, a lot of folks who were really, really supportive and, and um, donated money to the cause. And there's one person that I need to thank who even went above and beyond, uh, and that is Jeannie. That is our very own Jeannie mm. in the tadpole. Mm-hmm. She, like every time we talk about the bike thing, she would post a link to my page to uh, drum up um, donations and mention it. I think she even might have done it a couple times on on Facebook and pinned the post in the tadpole and stuff like that. I don't think I would have gotten nearly as many donations and the uh, ms society would not have gotten nearly as many donations uh as they did if genie would not have been so awesome yeah I, she, so just wanted to throw out a big thank you she deserves big credit for that she does what oh, she did. and as soon as i can figure out how to do it i made it onto the uh the local news oh what <laughs> explain yeah so while we were racing uh god i keep calling it racing it was not a race there's it, it, it was uh it's a ride it was like there was no race about it. Okay. There was no prize for coming in first. Um, while we were riding, I noticed a dude sitting on the side of the road with a camera pointed directly at us. And uh, um, as we passed him, I noticed also there was a van on the side that said CBS News 4. And so immediately I start shouting at my phone saying, hey, Siri. I'm going to call her that for right now. Okay. Hey, Siri. Uh, send a text message to Tina saying, please record CBS News 4. But because of the wind and because of, you know, I had those um, bone conduction headphones on, which yeah. do have a microphone, yeah. but the wind is like going. Yeah. It was saying things like January, Fred, marketing, <laughs> perplex, tomato. <laughs> Would you like me to send it now? Yeah. No, change. <laughs> yeah, well, she's not Probably great with the wind blowing point, on it. 
Yeah, during a dead point, I uh, finally got it. I got to the message. She recorded all of the CBS News programs for the day, just in case. And so we fired it up. And sure enough, the exact point that I noticed the camera yeah. is when they recorded me. So you see me and my Uncle George and in a, in a group of people all riding towards the camera. And then they take another shot of just my socks. Oh, my gosh, dude. Yes. Wow. Are you happy about that? How do you feel about your socks? Of course I am. Okay. No, I'm happy about that. All yeah. Right. Good. I look so darn goofy with those big old goggles. <laughs> That's great. You should have clipped that out. Those, is that I something I can those, see? Those is there, is there a link or a video or something I can see? I want to see this. I'm going to, oh, I wonder if, you know what, now that I say that, let's let's talk about your thing. And in the meantime, I will, um, I will see if I can find a link because I'll bet you there is. There's got to be, right? Because they put those packages online for people to to watch usually yeah so the, you should try to track that down and we should all be able to watch yeah. that and enjoy your socks I together so yeah all right so here's uh here's <laughs> my socks i want to see you know these socks that sound legendary i haven't seen them yet so here's the deal uh while i was doing something on the air yesterday i was, I was streaming <laughs> my wife shows up with a syringe uh-huh and she says, hey, you ready for this? I said, what's this? She says, your prescription came in for your low T shot. You want your low T shot? And I said, okay. And we looked at it. And this thing had a had a, a needle about that long on it. It wasn't this Ooh. thick. Okay. It was thinner than this. Right. But it was yeah, still kind still of still pretty freaking long. Yeah, it was pretty long. Inch and a half we measured. And uh, it has to go in your butt meat. That's the plan there. <laughs> sure. So I said, oh, my gosh, it's here. And I kind of freaked out. And then we just went ahead and did it on the stream. So I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, some people emailed me and says, how can you do such a private thing on a stream? It's not that big a deal. So what? I yeah, you shot. didn't show the needle going into your butt. No. It's not like, it's not like uh, you had to worry about that. No, I saw the video. And, <laughs> dude, the audio... You've really got to make sure that you uh, keep mentioning the fact that you're getting a low T shot. Yeah. Because the audio is priceless in the fact that it sounds like something else is going on. Yeah, it does. I, but I, you're going to put it in now? Yeah. Oh, my God. Is it going to hurt? Yeah. Oh, Wait, no. Is it all the way in? Like I kept saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it was. <laughs> it was phrasing. It's phrasing is what it is. Lots of phrasing. Exactly. Yeah. I did a bad job at that. But it uh, it didn't hurt. Like I was thinking this whole time, and she has to go all the way up to the hilt with this thing. She's got to go needle mm -hmm. point all the way up to the hilt, and I thought that was going to kill me. All I felt was a, just a tiny sting, barely anything, and that's why I said, is it in all the way? Because there was no way that I thought that was just going to kill me. It didn't hurt at all. Mm -hmm. It was just like wow. no big deal. In fact, all right, here's the clip. Somebody sent it, so let's play it real quick, because why okay. not? Right, oh, yes, please. This is good. Open this in a new window. All right, here we go. Here's audio. Wait. Okay, it's muted. Son, I don't know. Okay, wait. This is right oh when she's gosh. about to do it. I don't know if I'm ready. Hold on, I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, lower. <laughs> wait, where does he say to put it? Wait, honey, don't do it yet. <laughs> I'm scared. Hold on. Well, honey. Ah! Is it all the way in? <laughs> all the way? <laughs> oh, that's not bad. <laughs> that's it? I mean, I was I was actually quite surprised how oh, it didn't man. it didn't hurt. It's no big deal. <laughs> it was just no big deal. It just kind of went in. So now I'm not I'm not stressed about it. I did have this weird feeling Good. though after I, t I talked about it on the stream, but after for about I don't know half an hour, 
my arms were hot. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Like all warm yeah. and hot. Your arms were like they felt Yeah, felt like, like they were hot. Like they were in the sun and nothing else was in the sun kind of feeling. Yeah, that's a little weird. It is weird. I, I apparently it's common. It's not that unusual. But uh, oh, really? Okay. It just felt weird, and I wasn't used to it. So it's that that rush of getting it into your blood, uh, this raw hormone, this man man hormone going into your blood at high speed, uh, apparently can just create some weird sensations. And so I had that for about twenty minutes, and then it was fine. Then it was no big deal. All is well. But for those who are worried about me doing a thing like this on the air, eh, whatever, man. So what? Y'all got to go in and turn yeah. it off sometime. What's the big deal? It's just a little shot in your bum. Oh, that's totally silly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not that big a deal. All right. You find no, I'm video? surprised. I was really expecting screams and pain and all that sort of thing. Oh, I was too. I um, thought I was going to be miserable. Dude, it's an inch and a half yeah. all the way into my butt meat. I don't want that. <sighs> butt meat. Yeah. Anyway. By the way, we talked about that, uh, George and I, that you add the word meat to anything and, um, <laughs> and it makes everything funnier. <laughs> Does it? Yeah, see. like <laughs> like come up with any word, uh, and and add the word meat to it, like um, sack meat, sack meat, yeah, yes, yeah, or you're right, uh, you're right. Uh, cheese meat. Cheese you know, every any word you have to. What if it's meat meat? That's no good. That's All good. right, well, almost every <laughs> God, leave it to you to find the one word. Anyway, it's not good redundant. All right, did you find the thing? No. Did you get? Did you track I'm it down? I'm still looking. I'm still scrolling through. It's funny. If I, I probably could have found it, um, I probably could have found it two days ago, or, or yesterday, a lot easier. Oh, right, because they put them up the day they uh, do them, and they do yeah. exactly. So right. I will. I'm going to keep looking, but um, I found their page about stuff about the. Yeah, I might have to. <clears throat> might have to do a little search but if anyone wants to look it's denver.cbslocal.com is the uh um is the uh site and if you want to find basically it was the video that they aired saturday afternoon okay and um we have sleuthy listeners they can go check it out we do have very sleuthy listeners but let me tell you a little bit more about about lifting yesterday scott so okay. right. um after the show yesterday went up made lunch Came back down, worked on freelance until about three o'clock. Then I decided, all right, I have 28 rides I still have to give before the end of the day Saturday night. Basically, I have until midnight Saturday night to get in these 28 rides. I don't think that's going to be a problem, right? Because it's, you know, it's five days. Um, sure, there's one of those days that I'm going to be pretty busy with um, with other things. Um, actually, two of those days. But uh, but I still think I can do it. Yeah. So I, I trugged up to to uh, uh, Boulder, fired up the old Lyft app, and started uh, waiting for rides. And it took forever to get that first one, like 45 minutes. Then it was kind of a pretty steady stream. About 3.45, 4 o'clock is when this the second rush of the day happens, first one being first thing in the morning. The second rush of the day happens, and it's perfect. It's all these little short rides. This one to here, this one to here. Ooh, this one's a shared ride, so I pick this couple up here, and then I pick this other guy up here, and I drop him off there, and then I drop the couple off at this restaurant, blah, blah, blah. And then I get uh, a lift request from a place called The Sink. Now, The Sink is a Colorado, it's a Boulder College campus um, 
legend. This is a pizza place that makes these amazing pizzas that I haven't had and kind of haven't even thought about since I've been on Weight Watchers. But but now that I've remembered it, it's like, oh, I want to go there and just scarf one of these pizzas down. But they're piled high. It's like really good crust, really good ingredients, and um, a really good atmosphere. And so I'm picking up a couple. Uh, there it says two people going uh, eight minutes southeast. I'm like, great, all right, cool. Keeps me in Boulder, love it. Yeah. So I pick them up, and uh, uh, immediately, so the lady gets in the back seat, and the dude gets in the front seat, which I think is kind of weird because if it's two people together, I usually think that they're going to both get in the back seat. Almost always, they get in the back. Both yeah. Get in the back when seat. Kim and I are doing a Lyft or a Uber, we do that. We sit in the back. Yeah immediately the guy i can tell he is sloshed to the gills to the point where he's barely understandable like barely able to tell what he's saying and uh uh he's like you got had to pull up a little bit and and i don't think there was let me let me be clear i don't think that there was any other handicap involved this is this is clearly a man who is overserved. i can i can feel like i'm pretty good about telling the difference being next to people who I happen to live next to. Right. And uh, I'm thinking, oh, my God, did she put him in the front seat? Because here's my immediate thought. She put him in the front seat because he's prone to puking. Oh, if no. Because, you know, there are those people who are like, oh, I can't ride in the back seat or I get car sick. Yeah, no. My wife's that way. She hates the back seat for long trips. It has to be a long one. But, yeah. Immediately my first thought. Yeah. And, uh, um, and I'm thinking – crap it's it's gonna be uh it's gonna be one of these situations where you know he's gonna have to throw up and i've got the um the little barfy bag in the back seat mm -hmm. it, it's like in the pocket of the uh passenger seat where the back seat person can easily reach it if they need it immediately sure but not if they're sitting in the front seat mm -hmm. <laughs> right so it's like i don't want to bring up because you know even talking about puke can sometimes make people sick if they're on the verge mm -hmm. so i don't want to say do you think you're gonna puke Are you gonna get sick? <laughs> because i don't want them to say well it wasn't until you said something because <laughs> if i have to spend an entire day cleaning and airing oh, out my car that's oh. really gonna kill my my ability to hit my numbers <laughs> that would kill my ability to want to do anything ever again is what that would do it's awful Ugh. right so as you know i just kind of kept him in conversation I said so did you guys how was the pizza and he's oh we didn't, we didn't have any of the pizza and i said oh really because the sink is known for the pizza no we just sampled a really good apricot ipa that you know, was really good and i'm like oh he drank nothing but apricot, like an IPA beer, like just pounded down the super hoppy beer. And I now I'm starting to smell him too. Oh, and no. it's that kind of that kind of drunk smell. <sighs> Eight minutes later, I'm pulling up to their place. No, get him the heck out of the car. And no, 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 it did nothing. Oh, Fortunately, good. nothing happened. Good. Oh, I was worried for you. The whole I was on pins and needles here. I was here. worried the whole ride. But he's my first, uh, my first super drunk uh, Lyft passenger. Because I, I may have had some other passengers who are a little tipsy or, or you know, a little buzzed or something. But this is the first one that was just three sheets to the wind, basically. Oh, that's a bummer, dude. But yeah. at the same time, yeah, you right. dodged the bullet. Well done. Yeah, and I did have to air out the car after he got out of it. But there's, it's like a. 
it's like a it's a weird kind of sweet almost Ugh. a tart smell Ugh. that they give off that you can just tell us like okay he's i think that he had the ipa but i think he might have also had a lot of whiskey beforehand <laughs> dan wally in the chat says alcoholics have a special smell i've lived with a few they really do. Yeah, they really do. I don't want a special smell. <laughs> yeah, that sounds awful. And uh, I know you haven't asked, uh, but but we uh, the, the chat room asked this morning before uh, the show started. I'm at seventy five percent. I was really hoping to be in the eighties today for you. Yeah, but I feel like I'm just at a solid three quarters of the way to the finish line percent of uh, health wise. Didn't you? Um, three you, three we, of my four hearts are full. That's better than my prediction. What was mine? Seventy. Two or three you or said something? 70s yeah you said in the 70s oh okay well yeah so, you did yeah. this is all right 75 percent yeah hell 75% that's five percent's all right yeah that's not a lot to ask in life you know 75 percent all the time well, no. uh yeah. well good well i hope i'm not gonna die from this look at this see that thing on my finger see that little red mark yeah yeah I, by your knuckle yeah i got a spider bite and Ooh. uh i don't know what kind of spider because i didn't see it when i did it but it's starting to swell up and itch like crazy we don't really get like oh, deadly shoot. spiders here or anything, but no, it's probably not a. If it was a brown recluse, we'd be seeing the inside of your hand right now. Yeah, I'd already be sloughing off flesh and stuff like that's, that. That stuff is. I hate that stuff. Like yeah. the uh, Oof. Oof. the the necrosis. Dead. The skin is just eaten away. Kind of. Yeah, I don't want to see any of those pictures. Uh, but yeah, I got I got bit. If I was down uh, in uh, Gidget's <laughs> land, I'd be in dead. Australia. Yeah, yeah, I'd be dead. I'd be a skeleton. That's what Gidget says, yeah. Yeah. Kind of it looks like a red big spider bite. These uh, <laughs> these spiders. We have some pretty gnarly stuff in the desert areas of the state, like southern Utah, but here in Salt Lake where we kind of, you know, we're pretty, uh, what's the word? What do you, when you have a climate that's kind of temperate. No, temperate's oh, hot. Temp what, what's what's the, I don't know, the term. Shit. Whatever know. it is. Like, like cool arid uh it's dry but it's also we get winters we also it's like you get arid all the... extra dry <laughs> <laughs> yes arid extra dry isn't that funny i never thought about it but the name of their product is a synonym for dry just spelled with an extra r oh i hadn't thought of that either but you're right yeah it is arid arid deodorant is extra like, dry it's like saying you're already arid now you're extra dry right Arid, extra arid. This is great that we're learning this all these years later. <laughs> all right, fine people of Earth, we're going to do a game, and you can be involved yes. in it directly. We missed it Monday, which, uh, you know, was fine. Uh, we didn't yeah, I do still haven't listened to Skimms. 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 Yeah, we didn't do Dunaway. It was really the only change, and then Stephen wasn't here for other reasons. But um, mm. we did have Daryl on. He talked about stuff. So that was interesting, mm -hmm. but we, uh, you know, we've had to kind of change gears a little bit. And so, uh, as a result, this is this week's first attempt at some Battle Royale. Number is 801-471-0462. We're going to play this game, and it starts with this. All right, on the line we have with us Mr. Brian Dunaway, the Brian Dunaway. Hello, Brian. Hello, hi, Scott and Brian. Hello, how Hello, are you? Hello, Brian Are you at work? How are you guys doing? Oh, real good. I've done better. My Right now, my arm hurts. Thanks for asking. Why's your arm hurt? Oh. What's going on? Why my arm hurt? Yeah. Because I 
because I went to the doctor yesterday, went to the allergist, never been before, and uh, they, they poked me in the back, yeah. as they do, and they mm-hmm. said, oh, we found a grid. Time oh, to do they test. do that whole array, yeah. Yeah, they uh. said, time to do the second grid. It's like, where's that one going? In your arm. Wait a second while oh. we call the guy in with a dozen needles, and he's going <laughs> to stick you a few times. <laughs> a I few didn't realize times. they did that. Ow. I knew they did that in the back. But yeah. I didn't know yeah. they did that in your arm as well. Why? Yeah, yeah this guy will. Is your I, arm going to have different allergies than your back? I think they ran out of room. It's like, oh, we, we <laughs> ran out of room in your, your back. back. Yeah. It's so small. It's a tiny back. No, I actually got a big you old fat back. Bitty back. You, don't right. have a big, you don't have a big fat back. You got a little hatchback. Got a big old fat back. I'm a big fat old fat back. You got a little fat. You got a little uh, so, electric hatchback. You look fine. Right. So come to find out, I'm allergic to uh, cedar and oak. And something called uh, orchard grass, which is what they use a lot for hay around here. And then he came at me with the worst news ever. What's that? He Uh-oh. said, you're, you're allergic to cats. Oh. And I'm oh, like, no. What? You have cats, what? right? You have I cats, have right? cats. I have yeah. a cat. Yeah, yeah right? Cat. Right. My allergies, the reason why I went to the allergist is because they used to have seasonal allergies. But over time, they have developed into all the time allergies yeah they can change they evolve i knew a kid who had a peanut allergy that would kill him that uh, when he hit puberty it went away never had another problem with a peanut but on the same (laughs) same uh, token you got people who are just fine with soy their whole life and then suddenly at 35 they're like i can't stop shitting all over the place what's wrong (laughs) (laughs) something with the soy man got to be careful. So there's a lot of tension at the house. A lot of tension. Me walking in is devastating. You don't think it's going to devastate you, but you you walk in and you look at your cat and you go, and they're like, pet me. And I'm like, I just don't know right now, my friend. I'm yeah. having issues. Yeah. I, yeah. I've got to, I've got to, you know, figure it out. Poor kitty. Figure it out. Mm. Poor kitty can't get his love. Poor loving. kitty. Well, poor kitty. I mean, what about poor Brian? Poor Brian. <laughs> poor Brian. Poor Brian. But the cat. Poor, thank you. Poor Brian's kitty. The cat don't care is what I'm saying. He does not give a oh he ass. must have knew because he was like he was all on me last night it was like oh hi heard you have allergies yeah rub my face in your fur mm. whoops something just mm. dropped Did you guys hear that hold on oh. yeah a metal i dropped a metal straw holy yogurt yep oh really wow. yeah isn't that cool we have metal straws now in the house <laughs> it's to save on uh, the the environment there so we don't waste straws nice anyway yep. uh we have a caller on the line hi who's this Hi, this is Philip from Illinois. Hello, Philip. Thank you for your patience and hanging in there for us. Uh, can we? Yeah. Can we just keep it short and call you Philinois? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, that would not be the weirdest nickname I've had. Oh, good. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, uh, what? Now I want to know. Yeah. What What's part? The, what, are, what are the top three weirdest nicknames you've ever had? <laughs> just uh, no, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> no, we don't want to know. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's leave that off air. Maybe we don't want to know. Uh, <laughs> what What part of Illinois do you hail from? Uh, northwest suburbs of Chicago. Oh, very nice. Oh, so cool. wait, Northwestern University kind of the um, uh, around that area. Okay. Uh, town, area called Lake Zurich. Oh, okay, cool. I spent some time in uh, Evanston with a friend who was trying to get to college there, and I really liked that whole area. It was very nice. Uh, yeah, well, nice area. Uh, well, welcome to the show. It's good to have you here. We're going to play a little game. Brian Ibbett will explain what it is, how it works, and what you could win. Brian. That's right. I'm going to give Scott and Brian a topic. The two of them are going to go back and forth volleying answers 
for that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer or repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win is going to go to the other player. Your job, Philip, is to predict who is going to come out on top based on the topic, much like uh, the Upper Peninsula of uh, Michigan. Uh, today, you are playing for a Frog Pants Rando Pack in the mail. That means it's a bunch of stuff that Scott scrapes off the bottom of his desk and puts in a padded envelope and sends directly to you. Nice. For your enjoyment. Nice. Uh, complete with a little bottle of Purell. Yeah, and there'll be some extra uh, no, stuff in there. Go, there'll yeah, be some cool stuff. Print stickers. Print stickers, a couple of rando things. You'll never know what you're going to get in there, but I promise it'll be good. Very good. Uh, that is your prize. Before they can start, though, they need a topic. Mm. And uh, that topic today is is oh, from me. Topic. I came up with this one because in about seven hours, uh, eight hours, <clears throat> I'm going to go see Spider-Man mm. Far From Home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hearing good and things. in about Hearing ten and a half things. hours, I'm going to tweet all about it and wow. give every damn spoiler. And, uh, I won't. Sweet. I thing. Great. Um, but uh, it got me thinking I really wanted a Spider-Man-related uh, Babel Royale today. And I thought, well, what better to work with than Spider-Man's amazing rogues gallery? Uh, oh, the dude has, yeah. you know, I think the only one that can compare is Batman's rogues gallery, but Spider-Man has an amazing rogues gallery. And uh, so many have been, so many of his villains, supervillains have been introduced throughout the years. I had to figure out a way to narrow it down. Here's what I decided to do. I want you to name Spider-Man's supervillains. So J Jonah Jameson, Flash Thompson, and the burglar. Oh, so not human, super, not, right, super not so human. Mm, <laughs> so right. human. Gotcha. I'm getting those three out of the way right now. Uh, supervillains that were introduced within the first 50 issues of the Spider-Man comic book, the Amazing wait, Spider-Man comic book. But wait, okay. So we're going to go with supervillains released in the first 50 issues of Spider-Man. Supervillains who were introduced, right, in the first 50 issues of oh my God. Spider-Man comic book. I know, book. this is tricky as hell. Uh, exactly, yeah. because the first, that's going to be classic. Introduced and not just, oh my God. Yeah. That Inter- really well introduced and not just what? What are you gonna say? Like not Well, I just... mean, because I mean he's got crossovers from others, other mm. comics, so we gotta exclude yes. anything that pre existed that just happened to pop into the Spider Verse, is what you're saying. Mm. Oh, right. That's a good point. Although in those first fifty issues, hmm. There wasn't any crossover. Well, we'll play that one there? by ear. I'm trying to think of who crossed over because i don't think you got i don't uh, know i was just trying to while i was going through my head i was like okay well that makes a little more you know complicated every everybody that i'm looking at in this list is a classic spider-man villain maybe yeah that's all i'm gonna say okay good 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 let's go let's go all right so philip knowing that that's the topic and that our two players are not at all confused by this um (laughs) who do you want to go first and who do you expect to win well, now that uh, Scott had his shot, I'm going to trust his memory and say Scott's going to win and Brian can go first. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is some real faith well, right. you're putting into that inch and a half. All right. I'm awesome. I mean, I mean that's great. We'll see if I can do it. Uh, did you say Dunaway to start? Yes. Okay. Dunaway, All you right. go first. I'm Dunaway. Give me your I'm going to go first. I know, I know this guy is a classic. I, I, I've seen this comic a million times, and he was in uh, one of the more recent Spider-Men's. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Vulture. Mm. The Vulture, yeah. Uh, Adrian Toomes, 
the original vulture, Blackie Drago, uh, later. But he was introduced in May 1963 in issue two of Spider-Man and played oh. by Michael Keaton most recently in yeah. the films. Uh, Brian Dunaway on the board, and we are off to the races with the Vulture. I'm going to be really bad at this. Uh, let's say the Scorpion. Scorpion? Scorpion. Oh, the Scorpion. Scorpion. Uh, very good. Mac Gargan, introduced in issue 20 in, in January 1965. Uh, former private investigator. And um, uh, now there's a different person... No, 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 I'm sorry. Matt Gargan in current comic um, uh, lore or in current Spider-Man issues is actually a different villain. Um, But I don't want to say anything because I don't want it to to steer you down any wrong road. So Scorpion, Matt Gargan, correct. All right. I don't want to confuse things. Well, you can't can't have a a Spider-Man baddie list without going with Dr. Octopus. Sure. Uh, I think Octavius. Uh, one of his arch enemies, for sure. Dr. Otto Gunther Octavius. Didn't know right. he had a middle name, did you? Uh, wow. Introduced in uh, issue number three, July 1963. A uh, bunch of metallic limbs that get fused to his body. I thought he body. came I thought he came later for some reason. I don't know no. why I thought that. Yeah. Throw me the, throw me the, uh, throw me the <laughs> idol. I'll throw you the whip. I guess so. That's right. <laughs> um... Oh, geez. Uh, oof, some of these in my head are going to just be... By the way, Spider-Man was like one of my favorite comic books. X-Men and Spider-Man is what I what I kind of grew up on other than horror comics. Didn't get to the DC Universe until later. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know what's funny? That actually might be where you have the advantage, Brian, because I think Scott mm-hmm. was a DC guy through and through when he was a kid, right? I totally right. was. I read. I mean, I read some Marvel, but it was almost all DC growing up. For whatever reason, yeah. and it wasn't even main DC. I was always, I always gravitated toward like the weird Vertigo stuff and like mm-hmm. uh, freaking Swamp Thing and just the darker stuff. The I used to love the Question. Oh, the Question was great. Oh. Guy with no face. Anyway, let's yeah. say Rhino because I don't know. Maybe Rhino. Sure. Yeah, Rhino. Okay. Introduced in uh, issue number forty-one mm-hmm. in October nineteen sixty-six, mm-hmm. Alexei Mikhailovich Sistyevich. Um, Kind of uh, famous for being dimwitted, <laughs> played by Paul Giamatti. Mm-hmm. Uh, as close as anything else, played by Paul Giamatti in uh, in in film, not in an MCU official film wow. by any right. stretch of the imagination. Right, right. Well, we we can't go on much further without mentioning the original original uh, Green Goblin there. Yes, the Green Goblin. Sorry, I had to move a cat who was dangerously close to knocking stuff over off my desk. Uh, Norman Osborn, Harry Osborn, also for a while. Introduced in July 1964, issue 14 of Spider-Man, Green Goblin. Green Throws Goblin. pumpkin bombs and flies on a goblin glider. What a jerk. Can, yeah. Can you... Is it? We're not supposed to say because group. Pumpkins and goblins go together. <laughs> these can't be groups, right? We can't do like a super group of bad guys. I there there is a super group that I will I will take. Oh, you will take if it. You can Yes. Scott. You don't have to name the individual members, but there is a super group that is not on my list, but I would consider them one of the um 
absolutely one of the original Spider-Man villains. Okay, I'm going to hold... From, I'm from gonna, the first... Yeah, from the first, from the first 50 comics. I'm going to hold that one. I'm going to hold that one because I totally can. It's going to be my ace in the hole if you screw up. Interesting. I'm going to hold I'll on be, to it. Wow, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm amazed. If you get this, I'm going to be really, really impressed. All right. Might it's be a tricky. toughie. All right. All right. Uh, let's do... I can't remember if you guys said this one. Did anyone say Sa anyone say Sandman? You should say that one. Okay, Sandman. Yeah. William oh no! Baker. I already said it. No, it's good. <laughs> and my, <laughs> but also more more famously, Flint Marco, um, and uh, played by that dude uh, with the three names who was in uh, Wings and Ned and Stacy, whose name I yeah. can't remember. Yeah, <laughs> he was uh, the uh, part. He was speaking to Paul Giamatti there in that movie about wine country. Um, yes, right. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think mm -hmm, about mm -hmm, that. That uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Thank you very much. Yeah, J.K. Right. Grammer. He was great. Uh, yeah, he was really good on. Uh, um... Oh, it's a, the the western I love so much. Tombstone. He's great in Tombstone. Sorry. Tombstone. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, basically, has the ability to turn himself into sand, or I think his body is formed with sand, and he can manipulate it in any way he wants. It looks really cool too. The the, the effect of him looked really good. It's the best thing about that movie. Introduced in uh, issue number four in September 1963. All right. Um, By the way, there are 21 total. If, uh, oh, I hadn't mentioned right, 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 right. it. No, you hadn't. Okay, that's good to know. All right, Dunaway. I'm going to go with <laughs> things that you haven't already said. I'm trying to remember. Um, <laughs> didn't. Hmm. I was holding off on this one. Craven the Hunter. Craven the Hunter. One of my favorites. Yes. One of my favorite. One of my favorite cover covers of that uh, of Spider Man. I don't know that, who this is. Never heard of Craven yeah. the Hunter. Craven the you definitely have heard of Craven the Hunter. Uh wears a really goofy vest that looks like a Very. lion's face. Uh Sergey Cravenoff. <laughs> it's goofy. Come on, it's goofy. Um uh, let's see. Sergey Cravenoff was the original, and then his son took over. Uh, Aloysia, Alo Alyosha Kravenoff, and then his daughter, Anna Kravenoff, took over. Mm. Many Craven the Hunters have been around. Issue 15 is where we got the original, August 1964. Uh, never in a movie, though, right? That guy? Never. I can't, unless he. Appeared, Not unless the cameo or something. I don't remember. That's anything. what I'm thinking. I would have been stoked. Did he appear in a cameo? I want to say he might have appeared in a cameo. Maybe. I don't remember. In one of the. Uh, in one of the. Andrew not Garfield. in Spider-Man movies. Uh, I can't think of any that I've seen. Yeah, he doesn't. Maybe not even. Maybe not even battling. Mm. But like, as we just get a Craven mentioned on TV. Well, or right? Maybe that. That's maybe a possibility. That's, that's maybe like a. Maybe right. like a. Maybe like a picture frame somewhere in uh, Osborne's house or something. Maybe on could, a, right. Something yeah. weird. Um, all right, <laughs> I'm gonna go with um, this one. That I feel a little nervous about. Because I think it's crossover character, but I don't know for sure. So I'm just gonna say the Kingpin, Super, Superman, Wilson Fisk, the Kingpin. Ooh, oh. so glad you said that. Issue number fifty. Oh, uh, see, this was the question I had because I know he was in the Daredevils a lot at the same time, yeah. and there was a lot of crossover, and I couldn't remember if I don't know I where he first started. More in with Daredevil than I do Spider Man. I and, totally do as well, and I I don't remember where he started, but I know he was a. So that's why this one was I was worried about it. But he's definitely in that universe. Yes. Yeah. He is uh, his body consists mostly of muscle despite and looking like he's fat. obese. 
uh, and it still has strength and agility enough to grapple and hammer Spider-Man. Appeared in issue number 50, July 1967, uh, a story called Spider-Man No More. Jeez. My Wilson favorite one, Kingpin. my favorite version of the Kingpin has got in the movies is Into the Spider-Verse. It's just, ooh, he's such oh, a he's good, so good in that. Yeah, he's, so yeah, he's really good. By the way, um, yeah. Craven uh, appearing in film um, has not appeared yet. Uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. Mark Webb confirmed that Craven the Hunter Spear does appear in the end credits for The Amazing Spider-Man oh. um, because they were working on a Sinister Six thing, mm -hmm. so they kind of wanted to do that. Yeah. Um, however, Sony has also announced that it is planning on developing a Craven the Hunter movie um, as, as part of Sony's Marvel Universe mm. um, with Antoine Fuqua mm. to direct. I like him. Which Whoa. is crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Training day dude mm -hmm. directing... Uh, uh, Craven, which would be great. I could see that. Right. He did like, yeah. He's done all kinds of weird stuff, like it's replacement gritty, killers. I and, mean, you know, it's he's a he's a big game hunter that comes to the city to uh, uh, to hunt Spider Man. I think that's a great training day kind of feel to it. Yeah, but he also did like the most recent Magnificent Seven remake, and you know, like he does stuff that isn't just dark and gritty. He mm -hmm. he'll, he'll be yeah. fine. He'll be fine. He's a good director. I like that guy. Yeah. Um, oh, he'd be great. All right. So you did Craven the Hunter. Is that the last one we mm -hmm. just did? Um, that is the last one. No, no, uh, Kingpin was. Oh no, I I'm sorry. You just did Kingpin. Oh, did yeah, I just do King? I'm sorry. Kingpin was the last one I did. Go ahead, Brian. It's your turn. Yes, I'm gonna go with uh, the most disappointing. Didn't go far enough. I wish they had done more uh, with Electro in the movies. Oh, damn it. Yeah, yeah agreed. Uh, yeah, having him played by uh, Jamie Fox. Right. Uh, I wish who I thought looked fantastic. I mean, it was fantastic, but they. Yeah. I can understand them not doing the big silly lightning face mask. Oh no, deal. that's such a such a fun. But I didn't like the whole like turning him blue like Mister Freeze kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, right. Max Dillon, Maxwell Dillon. I think he's a uh, he's one of those guys that climbs up telephone poles and works on the mm -hmm. electricity. Got zapped by lightning and turned him into Electro in issue number nine in February nineteen sixty four. All right, let's go with someone who is like Electro, but also not, and is also a sex move. Let's talk about Shocker. <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, indeed, the Shocker. I don't remember Shocker at all. Well, he's the guy who looks like he's wearing a padded quilt for a costume, yeah. like a, <laughs> a diamond-sewed padded quilt, and he's basically... He made these power gauntlets that sit on his uh, wrists and shoot things. Uh, Herman Schultz. I don't remember Shocker at all. Really? Have you seen? Do a uh, do a uh, a look at. Uh, I always mix him up with Electro because I I in my mind the name's too similar, and so I just mix him up. Right. Right. I do that all the time. Um, and we actually get the Shocker and Scorpion appearing as henchmen for the Vulture. Um, employees of the Vulture that turn into henchmen for the Vulture in Homecoming. Mm. Uh, Herman Schultz is the Shocker. Issue 46. So, whoo -hoo, uh, March 1967. Woo really close. But, uh, Interesting. Vibro Shock Gauntlets. Vibro Shocker. Feel it. Yeah. Feel it. All right. Mysterio. <laughs> Let's get. <laughs> he, is, he is kind of like the, you know, current. Uh, right. Villain? Yeah. Question mark? Question yeah. mark, maybe. Come We're on. Gonna anybody, anybody who knows Spider-Man comics, I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I feel like I know what to expect. 
uh, Mysterio, Quentin Beck, uh, basically wears a big fishbowl on his head filled with yeah. uh, vape smoke. So you know it's got to be good. Uh, issue 13, June 1964, is when we first saw mm-hmm. the mysterious Mysterio. Has How many the superpower mm-hmm. of good special effects. How many are left on our list now? Because I've, I've uh, let's see one. I two, only can think of about two, three, four, five, have. six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten are left. I think a couple of these are are gettable. Okay. But then it is going to start getting harder. There's a few that I don't remember it at all. I can uh, see their I can see their character designs, but I can't see their names. All right, I'll try the one. I'm, I'll try Kurt the Dobber. I'll try the team I'm holding on to. Okay. Because I don't know what else to do. I'm out. Um, Sinister Six, please. No. No. Sorry. What? No. no. Sinister no. Six didn't really didn't really come later, but Sinister Stick, the Sinister Six were made <laughs> up stick. of Sinister Sinister Sticks were made up of all of the ones. The original Sinister Six, I should say, was made up of all the ones you guys have already mentioned: Doctor Octopus, Vulture, Electro. Sandman, Mysterio, and Craven the Hunter. Um, yeah, the what's the group well, you they were didn't even, get you were together till later? And then it was all like Spider-Man Haters Club. It's like exactly you know yeah. who I hate. What was the, the what was that, the one you were the gonna Spider-Man. let me have? What was that? The Enforcers. Uh, the Enforcers appeared in like issue two or three, really, really early on. It was uh, Montana, Ox, and Fancy Dan. Um, <laughs> Fancy Dan. <laughs> See, that's that's the stuff I wouldn't remember. Fancy Dan. That's amazing. They appeared in issue 10, I guess, was the first appearance of those guys. They're almost like um, like mobster hitmen. Uh, the Ox was the big strong guy. Fancy Dan had, was like agile and could bounce around. And I want to say Montana was just really good with a with a gun, yeah. I think. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Anyway. Dang it. I never so, even heard of them. So, was, so how early on was the hobgoblin because was that close not, enough not in the first 50 no i think he was uh, uh he i was don't pretty, even know if he was in the he first 100 on. actually let's see let me take a look here hobgoblin he was 80s right 80s no that was early um, 80s let's hobgoblin? see 200 issue 238 was wow. the first appearance of the hobgoblin what year was that yeah, so, uh, 1983 ah, it was the 80s wow it was mm-hmm. the 80s yeah uh, Black Cat was uh, oh, issue 194. Um, the Jackal, Man Wolf, Hammerhead all came was, after issue 100. Really? Morbius was 101. So the ones you could have uh, you could have mentioned the Chameleon. Oh, which um, I'm hoping we see sometime soon in a Spider-Man film because I really like uh, his deal. Lizard. Mm-hmm. How could you oh, guys not remember the lizard? Did we not listen? Oh, we listened to I thought, uh, oh, man. I forgot about lizard. That was an easy one. Kirk Damn Connors. it. Uh, the Living Brain. Big Man. Oh, yeah. Big Man. another crime lord. <laughs> another <Wait a> man. <laughs> New York City crime lord. Big Man. That's uh, stupid. Spencer Smythe and the Spider Slayers. I would have accepted either of those. Um, basically, they were a robot... Uh, um, Basically, it was like a robot. Oh, I skipped the Tinkerer, by the way. The Tinker. Oh, the Tinkerer. That was great. Also, I think appeared in one of the Spider-Man movies in kind of a, a background role. Um, Did he cross over with the Fantastic Four? Or am I thinking of someone else? Sometimes? No, you're thinking of you thinking of the Puppet Master or um, the Tinkerer. Mm. Maybe you're thinking of the Stinkerer. 
The stinkerer. <laughs> that's who it was. It was the stinkerer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Crime Master Molten Man, the looter. Oh. Really just, like, you know, waits until there's some excitement and then just steals TVs from a front window. Right. Um, <laughs> Robot Master, who later became Gaunt. Um, okay. A college teacher and partner of Norman Osborne, and that rounds out the uh, the twenty one here on my list. Wow! Wow! All right, I think we did okay, but you guys did all right. I feel bad that I'm on the losing end of this thing because now all the faith that uh, you had in me there, Philip, has been dashed against the rocks. How do you feel? Are you feeling yeah. okay? Uh, it happened. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's the best part. You can always be back here trying again. And in fact, you can get us on the very next one because now we'll have a compounded prize package that will be this plus stuff the next time this comes around. So give it another shot on Wednesday and we'll see if we can't fix uh, so so remember, yeah. Brian is Marvel, Scott is DC. Uh, it's tr- well, that's right. both brands, both brands are Marvel. You think that's, that's right. the that's the way to deal with that? Is that people should just know where my comic? If I was from. calling in and trying to guess who was going to get it, I would probably bet for me for Marvel comics. And if you ask me about some DC mm-hmm. stuff, if mm-hmm. it ain't Superman, Batman, or Wonder Woman, maybe some Aquaman, I probably ain't going to get it. That's some good. That's good to know. Actually, everybody yeah. listening out there, I've read some JLA. That's about pretty much where I see Chat room it. says I should blame it on low T. Ah, what have I nah, done? You need another shot. I've created a, a thing that will never go away. It's fantastic. Now that I think about <laughs> it, maybe I should have gotten that <laughs> shot in private. Uh, anyway. Is that a real thing, Scott? I mean, I know you got the low T shot, but is that a real thing? It's always, it seems like every time I read stuff, it's like, it's like controversial. It's like, uh, oh yeah, you should totally get low, the low T shots or you, it's other people it's, like, it's eh, controversial it's, only well. in certain circles because if you have, there are some people that just want more testosterone so they can be more and more, I don't know, tough and buff and whatever. Manly. But if you go get a regular, if you go to your doctor, any doctor, just regular doctor, it's not some right. clinic or anything. You go in there and you get a blood test. They'll come back. If they do a full workup, they'll come back with everything. So if your white counts too high <laughs> or low, if you're red, you know, all the stuff you normally get. And one of those one of those standard tests is testosterone levels or estrogen levels right. in women. And if they come back low, you can do one of a few things. You can just ignore it or you can uh, do something about it. That's all I'm doing. So this is actual hormone. This isn't steroids. This isn't right, like right. some kind of weird whatever. It's it's hormone man juice. <laughs> <laughs> That, uh, okay, there's so there's so many questions we don't have time for it. Like, yeah, where, did, where, did, where, where did they get it from? Right, where's like five more they, questions? Do they go to really manly men and pull out the testosterone there and put and put it into you? I have so many questions, but I really we just don't have time. Do yeah, we? So, I don't know how right. they milk it, but I know that it's got. I mean, <laughs> it's like any. It's like I really don't. I assume it's synthetic. I have no idea actually, but right. Uh, it's um yeah no it's like a legit therapy i have a friend who has a tumor in his pituitary gland in his head and it's a non-cancerous tumor but it it's uh and it's non-growing but it's just there and he can't get rid of it because it's a very invasive brain surgery to get rid of it and it would probably Mm -hmm. leave him you know paralyzed or messed up or whatever so they just kind of leave it there but the side effect is it sits on his on his gland in such a way that he can't produce hardly any testosterone and he was like depressed and getting fat without eating and just like having all these side effects of this tumor and didn't know it. They figured it out and they said, well, we're not doing the surgery, but we can replace your 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 missing testosterone with these shots. And now he is just doing a thousand percent better than he that was doing sense. before. Yeah. Yeah. So it's he, like, it's, it's not like he, yeah, he, de- he sounded like he definitely would have 
a deficiency. So really the only thing I know about uh, testosterone, low T, that kind of stuff, is what I learned on King of the Hill. So that is as far as it goes. Oh, right. That's Hank had it, didn't he? Yeah, Hank. Well, she remember Peggy was oh, secretly really? secretly pumping him full of uh, testosterone, and yeah. he he started going through second puberty. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. I forgot about that. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that episode. That's hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's uh, it's just a normal thing. People have it. I'm sure there. I mean, my doctor even said he says, "Look, I I have people come in here who are at a normal level and want to go to a thousand. And I'm like, why? And he goes, I don't know. They think they, they'll be tougher and cooler if they do. I don't know, Scott. I don't. Know. And he goes, he goes, I don't give. He goes, I don't give those prescriptions. I'm not interested in that. But people who are low, they should get it. And I said, all right, well, give me the man juice right now. Oh yeah, he had a narrow urethra, didn't he? Hank did. He did. Yeah, that was his whole thing. <laughs> all right. Peggy, Peggy. Anyway, Peggy. Uh, from, it was from all that riding on the lawnmower. Yeah, that's what it was. Riding on that riding lawnmower. Uh, d- also well, had also had no butt. That was also an episode. That was a good one. He's like me. Oh, I also right. have no butt. Yeah. Pants would just slide down or something. Mm-hmm. I have no butt. Mine is gone. I have this little. By the way, butt. pops in recline. Looks like. Let's see. Has he found it? Oh, he's totally found it. Yes. The footage. The footage of uh, the of me at the uh, bike video. Oh, let's take go. a look. Here, hold on. Let's put it on the. I'm gonna put this up on where the chat can see it. Hold on, chat. For those who don't want to click the link, I will now put, oh my gosh, browser, my browser crashed. Oh, browser. Hold on. My browser crashed. <laughs> okay, oh. there we go. Okay, so oh, here's browser. the screen. Here's the play button. I think I see Brian in, in, this, in, this, in the free shot there. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know if you can. Hey, where are you here? Oh, come on, lady. She's talking now. Oh, yeah, pink pantsuit. Okay. Okay. This is good for home listeners. Listeners love visuals. Oh, yeah, the pink pantsuit. Oh, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Well, we'll put a link to it in the the show notes or something. I don't know if you can do that. Yeah, we'll probably put it on Twitter or something. Where's the... uh, I'm trying to find where you're riding. So the shot of me, I will tell you it is at about one minute and... No. Yes, one minute and 19 seconds... After Shayna Jordan, uh, after we see her I'd ride with MS, you'll see a shot of a bunch of cyclists coming. All right, I see it. Towards the screen. It says ride with MS. And then you'll see a bunch of cyclists. There you are. Oh, gotta go cap that out later. That's awesome. Yeah. And if you, and to the left of me, by the way, uh, also in the same green that I'm wearing is uh, Uncle George with a white helmet. Oh, okay. That's awesome, dude. Well done. You made the local news. The last time I, I did the that, they news. called me Scott Peterson, who had murdered his wife. <laughs> right. Yeah. That right. was awesome. I and mean, you can't see the socks, though, in that shot. Very right well. after it, they show the socks. Oh, what? 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 So if you keep playing, you get playing. a shot of my socks. Oh yeah, there they go. Yep. <laughs> All right, well done. You've you've done it. Done away, aren't you glad you were here for this episode? So glad. Yeah. I mean, how could you not be? Oh, this is for me. I got the I got the question wrong and I suck for it. Uh Brian Dunaway is the Brian Dunaway on Twitter. He will now leave. Bye, Brian. All right. So now we gotta take a break. Uh no news today. That's just how it's gonna be. 
Uh, I will mention this oh, yeah. because I wanted to mention this. Teachers are awesome. We should help them more. Mrs. Novak chose to get into teaching in Louisiana. The state ranked 50th in education. That's right. They're always fighting back and forth with Mississippi. Right now, they're 50th with no uh, concern for education. There are also no funds for education. As such, please help Mrs. Novak raise funds for buying new t- tables, chairs, and such for her class by going to GoFundMe.com slash Mrs. Novak, M-R-S-N-O-V-A-K. Do it for the kids! All right, Brian, do it for the kids by playing a song. Do you got a song to play as our break? I have a song, a band called uh, Imperial Teen. You probably have heard of these guys. I'm sure people in the audience, a few people have heard of these guys um, because they've been around for over 20 years releasing albums, releasing music. They have a brand new album called Now We Are Timeless. It comes out a little over a week from now uh, on the 12th of July. This is uh, one of the first songs from that album. It's called I Think That's Everything. These guys are great, and I uh, hope you enjoy them as much as I do. I totally dig these guys. Nice. Well, here is uh, I Think That's Everything by Imperial Teen. <laughs> we'll see you on the other side. i 
What about you? I've got a black belt in karate. Come on, we gotta get out of the school. Now do you understand? Burn in hell, you little green bastard. This is the morning stream. All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Now enjoy some sweet Tom Merritt action. Yes. How could you not want that? Feels like a I want that 100. I want some. I want some tech in my life. Yeah, low T, low Tom. Get some Tom shots. That's, That's what right. we want. Getting a big inch and a half shot of Tom right That's now. Right. Getting the yeah. High T. <laughs> right in the keister. Right in the keister. <laughs> with the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt. You know him. You love him, and he's here on Wednesdays. Good morning, Tom. How are you? How'd you know about my prog rock band, Sweet oh. Tom Action? Well, look, I'm, I know I, I knew about it, but I wasn't sure I should say anything, and it just sort of slipped out. I hope you forgive me for bringing it's it up. It's mostly yes covers, but, you know, we're getting there. <laughs> Are all prog rock uh, bands <laughs> yes cover bands to start and with? And the lamb lies down on Broadway. That's yeah, our entire is yes. There you go. Uh, Tom comes on Wednesdays, talks about technology, what's happening in the tech news of the day as we prepare for the Daily Tech News Show a little bit later this afternoon. Um, what is happening on the cusp of uh, Well, I've just been writing up a story for the Daily Tech headlines today about Uber Eats dine-in option. Oh, hmm. explain Ooh, this. Does this mean they, so they bring your food to you, and then you can sit in the, in the Uber Eats guy's car, <laughs> car. and eat it? <laughs> no, it's even better than that. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. So, so Uber Eats, if anyone doesn't know, uh, is a delivery service, right? You order the food from the restaurant, the, they bring it to you. Uh, it, it, you know, it's built on the back of the same service that does the ride sharing, but it's, it's a separate, uh, separate service. Although I think they have added it to the regular Uber app. There's if also, if Uber you're a millennial, Eats. if you're a millennial, it's your favorite restaurant, by the way. Right, right. I love to eat at Uber Eats. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, now you can, um, because there, there has been a pickup option as well. If you're like, oh, I'm, I'm out and about, I can just drive by myself. I don't need someone to bring it to me. You could order ahead. Now yeah. you can order ahead to dine in. So you you order, uh, you get an estimated amount of time until the food is ready. Uh, in some cases, you can schedule, say like, oh, I'm, I want to dine in, I want to eat this, and I want to dine at 7.30, and it'll just uh, it'll have your food ready when you walk into the restaurant. Wow. Hold on huh. a second, though. Why, so why do I need... You just don't want... If you don't want to interact with any wait staff whatsoever, but you still want to be served... Right. So why would I want? I, mean, I, I assume the wait staff's still going to bring you your food, right? So I mean, you'll interact right. with them then. Yeah, yeah. And they so, yeah. still check on you, and you probably tip them and all that. But what is the? Why do I need them as the middleman? I think that's throwing me off in my head. Like, why wouldn't I just call the restaurant and say, "Hey, can I come get a table?" I, like, why are they facilitating that? I could see this that? as being if you only have, let's say, you work in an office or something, and you really only have an hour for lunch, and you know it's going to take you mm -hmm. twenty minutes to get there and twenty minutes to get back. You could pre-order, have your food waiting, and still have that I'm sitting in a restaurant experience without basically having to get takeout, take it back to your desk, and eat while you listen to Frank and human resources yelling loudly <laughs> on his phone. Yeah, and, and but to Scott's point, I mean, you could, could conceivably call the restaurant and do that, uh, sure. but restaurants aren't set up for that. 
-hmm. restaurants aren't set up for dine-in go-ahead orders. But what a lot of restaurants are set up for is Uber Eats. They have the system that prints out the order uh, and then they make the order and update so that the uh, thing is pushed out to the app like, oh, your, your food is being prepared, your food is ready, here's the estimated time until it's ready. And so what this does beyond just making a reservation is say, I don't have to go on the phone, have somebody write it down, get it wrong, uh, not understand me because I was trying, I, oh, I couldn't see the menu. You just go in the app, you pick your food, you pay for it. It's already paid for. You can even add the tip. Uh, and then when you show up, you sit down and start eating. Uh, so it, I think it's less about avoiding human interaction and more about what Brian was saying, just efficiency. Yeah. And Cy Urine in the chat room brings up an excellent point. If you've got young kids, this is probably like a boon, Ooh, right? Wow, like right. basically you, you figure out what they want. You order your food, you show up at the restaurant served and don't have to worry about kids chewing up the furniture while they're waiting for their food. Oh yeah. The worst the part of kids in a restaurant is keeping them occupied till the food shows up. Right. Cause when the exactly, food shows up yes. now you've got something. Cause they're like, Oh my food. Great. You know, yeah. but, but keeping them entertained in that wait period is, is half the battle. It feels like. Oh, yeah, I, like I guess I could see it. Yeah. I guess I guess what happens here is you're you're creating a standard solution that will fit many cases. Otherwise, restaurants would just do this themselves, right? Like if they well, well but that's true of delivery too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, mm -hmm. what restaurants don't want to do is have to manage another thing. Restaurants are already hard enough to to keep going and keep in business. So what what Uber's providing here is we will we will handle this. We've already got the system built up, and especially if the restaurant's already on the Uber Eats delivery service. All the infrastructure is there. The only difference is instead of a guy from Uber coming and picking up the meal and it having to be packaged up, uh, the meal is just put on plates and, and brought out to a table. Yeah, that's so. I mean, there's one. You know, obviously, the complexity now is that the restaurant has to reserve a table and make sure it's available for the time that's scheduled. But again, that's not a big deal compared to. Yeah, I wonder how they're going to handle that. That's really interesting. I, I imagine. Yeah. A lot of the restaurants that do this are, are ones that don't take reservations or don't usually have a problem with table seating. But it, it, the next step would be to add a reservations system in, right? right. Mm -hmm. I mean, right. if they're already doing this, you might as well might handle that. Because if, if you have a limited amount of seating, you might not want to participate in this, to yeah. be honest, well, unless the next, there was a reservation system. The next step is that the Uber guy comes to your house, picks you up, drives you to the restaurant, orders for you. And then sits there and watches you while you eat and then drives you home. Yeah, I like well, that. That's the weird thing about this is it's not integrated to the Uber ride service. I mean, obviously, you can go over and pick your Uber ride, too, sure, but they sure. haven't connected the two. Uh, that And they told TechCrunch, like, that, you know, that's certainly something that makes sense, but we're not planning on doing that right now. Yeah. Interesting. It's a, it's a, I wouldn't have thought of this. Like, I guess that's the point or one of the things mm -hmm. that Uber has going for them is that they think of this, uh, use case and then the rest of us go oh yeah okay yeah sure that makes sense to mm -hmm. me i would have never well, thought they're not was... the first ones to do this there's been an app called all set out there that's been doing this for a long time i think uber's advantage is they have this this uh this service already set up with restaurants for delivery so they can just kind of flick a switch and start this up yeah i think one of us should use it and then talk about it you know well it is available in austin dallas phoenix and san diego right now so mm. TVZ gone. So brushwood. Brushwood. Could, <laughs> brushwood. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Brushwood could do it. Why not? He's, Adam Christensen. Yeah, yeah. Adam. He's out there. He knows what's up. Oh, yeah. Right. San Diego. Sure. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i all for this. I think it sounds awesome. Somebody needs to try does it out and tell us. It feel very modern rogue, does it? The modern rogue is going to pre order his meal. I'm going to hack the system. Yeah. <laughs> By ordering ahead. Yeah. You're going to pre order your food and then you're going to show up and you're going to set it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> with thermo paste it's not a uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I think this is interesting. As I don't think this is maybe this is the reason all set has not taken off, and none of us have heard of it before. Is that this isn't a big enough demand on its own to be a mm-hmm. thing, but added to Uber Eats, yeah, possibly. Uh, it depends mm-hmm. on how many restaurants are available, and it's ones that I eat at. Yeah. Plus, you're always looking for value adds for your services. This feels like mm-hmm. one of those. So mm-hmm. same way you would add some new service to your cars or whatever. I swear, though, Uber is going to just eventually we're going to be we're going to associate them with all of our like services needs. Like, yeah, well, I think that's really smart of Uber to, to do that, to not just be a ride sharing company. Yeah. The more I think about this, the more I want it here, because uh, so many times that Tina and I are going to a movie and we know we don't have time to go to the restaurant, wait for a table, sit down, order our food, wait for the food to arrive, eat it, pay, and then get to our movie. It would be great to like eliminate two thirds of that and uh, and just get mm-hmm. to the thing. Our table's waiting, our food comes out a minute later and and that way we don't have to scarf down smash burger or something right before <laughs> oh that sounds good though smash burger oh i really found good. by the way when i was lifting yesterday i saw and i wish i would have pulled over to take a photo of it because i drove by it without a passenger on the way back mm. there was a uh, a strip mall where there was a GameStop right next to a smash burger oh my and gosh. their logos right next to each other <laughs> in red and white impact font you should have got a picture like, that's amazing Next time I go up to Longmont, I'm going to take a picture and I'm going to come up with a funny caption. We like, have a we have a restaurant here called Sushi Stop that has the same same thing, same red yeah. and white impact. Uh, yeah. Wow! They should all open up right next to each other. Also, they're, they're uh, even worse because they use the stop. Like mm-hmm. they said, we'll just take GameStop, know, replace right? the word game with sushi. And mm-hmm. keep my my guess is they were called Sushi Stop earlier and then like oh we could just rip off their logo that's really good it's got mm-hmm. stop in it already yeah it's not bad <laughs> uh my my brother-in-law uh sean hollister works for the verge uh when we were out to eat this weekend took a picture of a toys r us that was closed right next to a restaurant we were eating at and the signs for the doors were all down except for exit only oh <laughs> which was so Aww. poetic wow yeah. that's so, sad that, very sad that makes me sad to hear that uh, do you yeah. why do you do you ever wonder why Lyft hasn't expanded out more? Because they've just really hunkered down on the ride sharing thing and haven't done much else. Or or have I just missed they're it? Do, and, well, no, they're doing they're doing other forms of transportation. Uh, they're they're also kind of uh, involved in, in an ancillary way in partnering with uh, automotive companies on uh, autonomous cars mm-hmm. uh, and fleets. So they're they're branching out within the the vertical of transportation. They're not widening out the way Uber is uh, into into delivery and and things like that. It's just a different strategy. It's more of an enterprise strategy than a consumer oriented strategy, it seems like. Yeah, that's true. I just I was always curious you saw you see Uber expanding out into freight and food stuff and now this and mm-hmm. and Lyft just sort of is you know, we're just sort of we're picking you up. <laughs> Dice tomato. You Dice tomato that's because you, you, you don't hear the things Lyft is doing. Doesn't mean they're not doing it. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah. It's just not as Dice Tomato facing. beat me to it. I was actually in Google Maps trying to get down to the uh the visual search mm-hmm. uh so that i could uh to find it but basically he found it and oh yeah there the it is out of the front of it yeah game stop smash burger burger smash stop game that's fantastic <laughs> this that font is so overused oh, for those two companies and a papa murphy's it's yeah. disgusting yeah uh well all right then this when you said you were lifting the other i thought you meant you were like working like, out uh, you know working getting out those... getting swole yeah, yeah. every yeah. time every time brian says i i did lifting I yesterday and i think what? Oh yeah, right. He's driving somebody. Got it. I should say lifting with a Y or lifting. I'm lifting. <laughs> <laughs> I should tell passengers that that's the uh, 
correct pronunciation. Oh, by the way, did you know it's not pronounced lift? It's called lifed. Lifed. Because it helps your life. Yeah. <laughs> We're lifting your life. Boom, you've been lifed. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do you even lift, bro? Says DBZ Gun. <laughs> Well, later no, today, really... uh, that's 2.30 today, Mountain Time, we'll be doing more of this tech discussion about this and other stories. Mm-hmm. I do look forward to it. As always, Tom, I'd like to give you a chance to mention anything else you got going on. Anything you'd like to mention? Yeah, man, I'm having a lot of fun uh, hanging out on my newsletter, uh, talking to people, because when I send my newsletter to you, you can email back and make comments, ask questions, whatever you want to do. Uh, there's also uh, the best way to keep up with all of the short writing that I'm doing on my Patreon and elsewhere. So freetomnewsletter.com is the place to go uh, to subscribe or even just sample. If you just want to look at some of the newsletters, you can do that there too. Highly recommended. Tom Merritt, everybody. Ace Detect on Twitter. Have a fantastic day. Bye. Bye. By the way, uh, War Crusher has kind of uh, pinpointed the weird dichotomy of everything by pointing out that I'm lifting and you're doing shots. Yeah. It seems like <laughs> like our roles have flip-flopped over the years, yep. Scott. Doing shots, Brian's lifting. What the hell is going on? <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Nice job, well done, War Crusher. Well done, War Crusher. Well War done, Crusher. Guy's been around the community for a long time. He really has. He deserves and, a... Uh, almost, had, almost had ramen with me in Denver once, but uh, oh. consumed too many of the... Uh, the delicious edibles that we have here. Let's mm, throw them a little Couldn't for a loop Couldn't there. Couldn't make it out. Uh, well, that'll happen. You're only supposed to eat the heads. You got to try the head first of the gummy bear. Then <laughs> slow your roll. Don't eat the whole bear is all we're saying. That's right. All right. Nicole, incoming. Nicole. Incoming, Nicole. Incoming, bleep Nicole. Bleep, bloop, bleep, bloop. Bleep, bloop, bloop. Uh, she'll come in here. We will have some fun, and we'll start it with this all right it's nicole spagnolo all the way also from denver area aroundish colorado uh hello nicole and welcome to the show how are you is this a different setup this week uh, I thought we did. I thought we did something different last week. Am I? Am I? I don't know. What do you mean different Whatever. setup? Different. You uh, can hear me. I can hear you. We're good. Oh, setup oh, wise. Oh yeah, we used oh. a different app for you to call in last week. Okay. But, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, we're back to Discord. We're back to okay. this for now. We're 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 working through some stuff. But uh, uh, you're the first person who's noticed. So well done, I guess. You know, you're very <laughs> attentive. <laughs> um. All right. Well, it's good to have you here. How the heck are you? I'm good. That's well, good. well, I'm not really good. Oh. But you know. Aww. I think I have allergies now when I, I, I'm having problems with my ears and forehead mm. and mm. I think I oh. have allergies. Maybe you need to uh, do what Dunaway did and have another, did you, have you ever had a grid done like a grid test? No. You should do that. Go what in is, and ask your that? doctor for it. So oh, they, 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 they poke you in the back with a grid of about 24 needles all at once, each with a different substance Ooh, in them. And they fun. see, well, but then they see which ones turn red. Mm. And uh, you know, it's just a little prick, Nicole. A uh, bunch of little pricks. I'm, I'm, I'm used to little pricks. Yeah. <laughs> Mark. Mark. No, 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 no. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. I meant like on, oh. online. Yeah. Oh, that's oh on the internet now, that's Nicole. That's terrible. That's terrible. Somebody, no, somebody cap that. Well, I'm gonna cap. We know it. that wood can only whisper. Yeah. No kidding. That's not what I meant. 
I'm going to text Mark. Yeah, it's on the internet a... now. No, anyway, but they, they, they see which ones uh, flare up, and then they can say, oh, okay, you've got grasses. Brian Dunaway found out, uh, surprisingly, that he's allergic to, like, cedar, oak, and cats. Yeah, you can get all that through these So he needles. has to get rid of his wooden cat, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. oh okay. His cedar cat. His cedar cat. <laughs> God, wouldn't it be horrible if you found out you were allergic to all forms of wood? Yeah. Oh. No, I, I think it's just pollen and stuff in the air so yeah uh, and they test for that too nice. they'll tell you which pollen yeah. you're allergic to so they'll say oh yours is a sagebrush uh deal or whatever yeah. Yeah. Uh, i don't know what it does hey, for Dougie. you i guess you can oh Dougie. oh Dougie. Dougie. <laughs> they can give you like certain meds i guess to to help combat yeah. it yeah well yeah. so uh, it's an inner ear thing that's going on that's not going away and my doctor wanted to put me on an antibiotic and I just I'm I'm so afraid of antibiotics now. Mm. So thankfully mm. Brian you introduced me to our our good friend Dr. Jerry from America. Oh yeah, Jerry Tolbert. Yeah. And I'm like right. Jerry talk me down off the ledge please just talk me down off the ledge oh yeah jerry could uh to, to have oh my some... god he totally helped me and so i'm just taking allegra right now and it actually is feeling i feel better mm. so cool. jerry you're the man yeah jerry's Dougie, great shut the hell up i was gonna say how many seconds until nicole yells at dougie <laughs> hold on any second now oh, she's going she's going after him yep That's door funny. shut dogs out if it isn't uh, a, a brother, a child, a or a mark, it's uh, a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of little pricks, that little dog. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it's uh, I'm glad to have you here, Salty and all, for our uh, oh, this edition yeah. of Recommendals today, which uh, we do yeah. every Wednesday. We talk about stuff we've seen on streaming services. We recommend them for you, the fine home listener. And uh, we're going to start today with Brian's clip. Brian, do you have any yes. setup for today's clip? Um, no, I think you're going to, you're not going to know it for a few seconds and then you're going to know it because it says something very, a big giveaway, um, in the, uh, in the, in the text. This is from 2017 though. So for once I'm not picking something from this year. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Here it is. 2017. Here it goes. Sam is a man who struggled. Who wants to hire a bitter, angry actor who's blaming everybody else. And I just got up in his face. I said, stop it. Stop it. You know, all the tabloids are coming out, you know, saying, oh, where's Flash Gordon been? We had little kids, and I said, you've got to do something else. Our weapons are usually concealed. It's harder for them to go and explore other characters because everybody just wants what they love. You know, a lot of people say, oh, you got to separate your personal life from your movie life. I don't know how you do that. I have no idea except for the reference it to Flash like Gordon. sounds a- like and, uh, little Anakin's going to be in this. Is it a, a documentary about um, people that are stuck in roles? That they're no, for? it's it's a very specific uh, documentary about um, Sam J. Jones, who played Flash Gordon in the 1980 uh, Dino De Laurentiis film, uh, and specifically what his life has been after Flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the film is called Life after flash <laughs> i love this sort of thing where is this playing i will watch this it is streaming on amazon prime and it's great it's got interviews like basically it follows sam around through some comic-con appearances um and it interviews melody anderson who played dale arden brian blessed brian blessed by the way is amazing to listen to like the dude can tell a story and he is he is voltan in real life basically he is a international treasure that guy 
He's amazing. He is. Yeah. Uh, Chaim Topol is in this. Peter Wingard, who played Clytus. Uh, Richard O'Brien, who I'd forgotten was in Flash Gordon, but he's also Riff Raff in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, Picture Show. Deep Roy is interviewed. Brian May of the band Queen is interviewed. Huh. Um, it's really, really, really good. And the uh, reviews are kind of mixed. Uh, it's totally mixed. It's like one star, five star, two stars. Well, it's stars. mostly if you look yeah. at the groupings, it's mostly five stars. But there, yeah, there's some yeah. controversy toward the bottom end of this thing. There's a number of people who are like, it's just about his ego or whatever. I mean, what's your take on that, Brian? Did you feel like that? It kind of is. I mean, he he does have a very strong personality, and you can see why why he was both perfect for the role and why he and Dino De Laurentiis didn't famously didn't get along. Um, I found out because of this, that, uh, that he was around for all the original reshoots or all the original shoots. But when it came time to do overdubbing about half the movie is not Sam Jones talking. Oh, um, and now I want to go back and watch it and listen for the, the parts that aren't him talking, but you get a lot of background stuff about the movie. Uh, uh, a lot of background stories about the different actors, not just Sam Jones. But you, you know, you watch him at Comic Con, and he is so amazingly good to the people who come to see him at those things. He's maybe a little stricter with the people who work for Comic Con when they don't have the table set up just right and things mm-hmm. like that. But um, he's a very strong, determined person. And after watching this, I do have a. Um, uh, a, a newfound respect for him and right. uh interesting um apparently seth mcfarland has been very vocal about wanting to do you know he used him for ted but there's been this talk about seth mcfarland doing a new flash gordon movie with sam jones and uh or at least you know rebooting the franchise and somehow integrating sam jones into it but uh i don't know how you do that with him being you know, whatever he is right now, uh, 64 or 65 or something. Yeah, he's pretty old. But um, He was in something uh, back in 07. Hold on, let me look this up. He was in He was in both Ted movies. Right, but he the, he's in tons of stuff, but there's another Flash Gordon thing he was in. And I'm trying to find what it oh, is really? here. Fla- here it is. The Flash Gordon TV series in 2007, he played somebody named Kreb, so obviously he's not playing Flash, but... I didn't even know huh. there was a Flash Gordon TV series. I didn't know series. there was a Flash Gordon TV series. Yeah. That's news to me. Yeah, it looks like that was a short-lived series where he he was a regular as a as somebody else. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I it's, it's would, absolutely... I still would like to watch the documentary I was talking about. <laughs> oh, the one where little kids... Uh, well, yeah. no, like, oh. <laughs> what happens to people that can't... Like, Will Wheaton, you know, oh, right. he... I mean, he even still says don't say shut up Wesley or whatever. So when, when as an actor, you get locked into those, how do you break out of what's well, fun? Because you just he, embrace it. They talk a lot about that too. Like Brian blessed every, every comic con or every day at comic con, somebody comes up to Brian blessed and says, Hey, say Gordon's alive. And he has to say it. And, you know, and, and uh, they talk about either shying from that or embracing it. And he also talks about how, you can look at all these these situations of actors who fall into drugs and despair and alcohol and and um, and he says, you know, it's you can blame that a little bit on Hollywood, but that is so much 
just the person themselves being mm -hmm. who they are and and you can't blame it all on hollywood yeah and it's right. really fascinating to hear uh him talk about this brian blessed is uh you know he's a famous british actor who does a billion things he is. um and uh i love him and i'll watch that for that but here's a funny thing i have a clip of terpster doing a flash gordon brian blessed gordon's alive line <laughs> if you'd like to hear it it's only two seconds i'd here. love to hear that so this is him doing blessed saying that line gordon's alive there you go <laughs> <laughs> he does it just as well as brian blessed pretty good pretty good anyway yeah all right, peter, well, and peter wingard the guy who played clytus he is a fascinating uh fascinating person to listen to um really really interesting his takes and he's like this you know peter wingard was a super handsome actor and then they stick him behind this clytus mask and uh make his eyes bug out when he you know lands on the the uh the spinning wheel of spikes nice <laughs> oh yeah that scene yeah. who got their eyes bulged out or squeezed out like jelly that who? was him was that him okay yeah that was brian blessed or i mean that was uh, peter wingard yeah that was clytus yep that's right that's a scene i'll never forget mm -hmm. <laughs> for some reason yeah, burned into my way last year oh well, pour, pour one out for Wingard. All right, uh, here's mine. Let's play a clip. This is uh, the only hint I will give is it's a Hulu joint. And an original, I believe. But uh, here you go. Also a documentary, funny enough. Here you go. Okay, plug it in again. What's her name? Alexis. Wait a What's is her name? Alexa. Alexa? Alexa, am I going to get a boyfriend? Sorry, go -go. I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know either. I'd unplug her. If she doesn't know that, what good is she? All right. <laughs> well, that Dr. certainly sounds like Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Uh, it's, called, it's a movie called Ask Dr. Ruth. It's a documentary. It is available on Hulu. It's an original. And uh, it basically is the story of her. Uh, or her telling a lot of stories about when she escaped uh, the Holocaust, her parents were killed in. Uh, she was able to get out of there due to some last-minute sacrificing with her family. Due to Alexa, wasn't it? Didn't yeah, Alexa it was, get her out? Yeah. yeah, somebody named Alexa. Now, oh, cancel. Oops. Oh, it's all right. Shit. I yeah, said it. It's my fault. Oh, I said uh, it too. It didn't. Hear, it heard me, not you. Uh, so, well, you're in my headphones, so I don't think it heard me. But anyway. Uh, what was my point? Oh, so she, uh, they go through that stuff, talk a lot about her childhood. They talk about her rise to fame in the eighties, where that all came from. Where did that come? Cause it, it seems so like not possible. Yeah. For this little, this woman little tiny woman. What? She's such an iconic, mm -hmm. uh, figure in the eighties. Yeah. She, she is. She, and, I mean, and she still is in a lot of ways. She still publishes books. She's like 92 or something. Like she's old. But she keeps making stuff, keeps going on appearances, keeps doing stuff even at this age. Still runs around all the time, doesn't need anybody's help. She's freaking tough little broad. <laughs> She's That's awesome. Cool. Anyway. I used to listen to her radio show in the 80s. I'm not ashamed to admit it that, you know, that I listened to it. I actually, somewhere there's a cassette tape where I made like a, like a, um, I try to make my own little rap, not rap mix, but like, you know, isolating words and like making them repeat like, Mistabation, mistabation, mistabation. You know, like basically that sort of thing. Somewhere there's a cassette. My twelve year old mind thought that that was really pretty funny. Be really funny. I think yeah. it's funny now. Um, you should find that. 
But anyway, she was on, and she was on MT, MTV, yeah. grabbed mm-hmm. her and put her on a lot of stuff. I remember. Yeah, she was all over the place. Thing. She was she would do everything from that to Oprah to was, all the popular stuff she at was the time. Sam Beckett uh, leapt, as, as J.K. Grammer reminds us, uh, Sam Beckett leapt into Dr. Ruth for an episode of of Quantum Leap. Oh, yeah. They talked out. about that and they showed clips of that, too. She she <laughs> was in a bunch <laughs> of little bit parts and movies and stuff, but they cover all of it. And what's great about it is her rise to that fame was really hard earned. Like she was a true expert in her field. She was also super forward thinking in that field. Nobody had done anything like this before. Her radio show was a total uh, gamble. Like the people deciding to put it on uh, NBC agreeing to even do it. A miracle. It even happened. But because of that, Mm -hmm. it ended up bolstering her career and all the TV stuff happened. And anyway, She's the most delightful old lady you'll ever watch. She was so funny and sweet and just kind to everybody. I had the nicest experience with this movie, so I would highly she, uh, recommend it. It's very good. She doesn't remind you of your mom, though, right? Not at all. Not at okay, all. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like so little. Get, sometimes we get that. And I just want to make sure. <laughs> no, not at all. She's this. She's she's she is exactly what you think she is. Just older. She still laughs all the time. Like there's no stopping that little that little ball of energy. And you learn a lot about why she has that. The stuff she went through as a kid is just harrowing and insane. Mm-hmm. You hear from her kids now and what they think about her mom. And she still lives in this tiny apartment in in Brooklyn. And she never like went never went to her head all the money and stuff and the fame. She just stayed there because she liked it. Um, she talks about her faith, the Jewish faith, and all this stuff. It's very good. I recommend it very highly, and you'll walk away just wishing she was your grandma, your own four-foot grandma, because um, she was just and awesome. gives you That's advice cool. on sex. Yeah, it gives you all kinds of sex yeah. advice for free. Sure. Uh, sure. Ask Dr. Ruth is the name of that thing, and uh, it's very good. Very cool. Uh, Nicole, what do you got for us? All right. So this week is a little light for me because I didn't get to watch too much, but as a result, I always watch something because my kids always have something on the TV and I inadvertently watch what they're watching. Mm. Um, I will say this YouTube kids app has gotten a lot better Mm. and um, I, I I'm able to pick exactly the channels that I, I can let them watch now. Mm. My kids are obsessed with this kid named Ryan. And if you're a parent and you know who Ryan is, you feel my pain. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. What does Ryan, so, what so does Ryan do? He just, he they toy reviews and mm. he has his own show on Nickelodeon now. Oh, right. oh Ryan's oh, toy I've review. Seen I've this seen this kid. too. This yeah. kid, yeah. it is amazing. Both my kids are obsessed with Ryan. And they're like, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. And I was sitting at the t- table today and I looked at Mark and I'm like, if if companies like Cartoon Network are not seeing this, they are doomed <laughs> because it is I mean, all this kid is doing is playing with his parents. That's all he's doing. And mm-hmm. it's like be I mean, it's not even high tech or anything. But I was watching a video on YouTube about this family they employ 25 people yeah, to no. run this channel. Dude, they, wow. they have 19 million followers and probably it four is, or five million dollars in re- annual revenue. I'm sure they're doing just fine. 
and and Mark and I were talking about it, how just bananas and how the industry has just shifted underneath, uh, you know, television's feet, I feel like. Mm. And I unfortunately think that this age of of content is going to bring out stories 20 years from now, like the child actors of the 80s, mm. where... You know, I'm not saying this is going to happen with Ryan, but mm-hmm. the kids, you know, the families that want to get to the Ryan level, you know, you've seen stuff come up and, you know, like the, the pranking and they're horrible to their kids. And mm-hmm. there's been all this YouTube, like there's a whole like pedophile ring. Well, guy, you wonder if he, this, if he uh, gets to be a kid, you know, like if he gets yeah. to, if they're so focused on his career and in YouTube if he actually, no, I know you want to go play with your friends, yeah. but we really need to get this shot right. So you're going to do it until. <laughs> well, like for, for some of some of these kids, like they'll make a video just watching their subscriber count roll to 100,000. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what yeah. is this? Well, like, you think about the world we're in. I, I did a video yesterday of me getting a shot in my butt. So, you know, yeah. welcome to the world of everyone's got a camera and you can stream anything you want these days. Like. I, it doesn't yeah. shock me that much. I don't think it's going to be stories in 20 years. I think it's just the way it is now. Like, this is just going to be... We're not going to all sit around going, Ah, oh, remember that kid, Brian? Boy, he's... here. I heard he held up a gas station the other day and shot five people. I mean, maybe that'll happen. But <laughs> I think it'll be just more that this is the way it is. And every more day it's stories it. like this. And it's and it's huge and loud and hard to... Hard but to, you don't think there's going to be some kind of like child labor laws that come into play here? Maybe. Like, I mean, those laws how? already exist. So they, if they're not adhering to them for what this is, which is a business, if they're not adhering to them, yeah. then then they would have to be accountable to, to that. Any in the same yeah. way that some Hollywood kid or anyone else would be. So the rules yeah. aren't any different. But, but getting, I, I mean, even even so, getting them this focused on the number of views and the number of likes, I don't feel like is a is a healthy thing. It's not a healthy thing. Like I, I don't <laughs> mind. I don't mind the playing videos. I don't mind. But when yeah. a kid is obsessing about like, I'm watching this kid go, Oh, I lost two. Oh, I gained four. What? Mm. the? Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, that's here nor there. I will say that Ryan's family is trying to kind of, pull him out of the videos like they're doing other things so like they have this little character named (laughs) gus and Uh so gus is a little alligator and they're doing so they're allowing him to kind of not be in the videos more by trying oh my god the poor kid is you know first he's getting to be in all these videos now they're looking at a mid-season replacement Mm. he's gonna be the next (laughs) Darren for bewitched I think that's a new Ryan. (laughs) It's just weird. And like he has a whole toy line and like one of the videos they went to like, I don't know, a a fast food place that had his toys. And like they played a game where they were waiting to see if anybody recognized him. And it was it's just it's a different world. And if you're a parent in this world, I feel you. It's it's such new territory um but yeah i i try to keep pushing my kids to netflix and hulu like let's watch cartoon network let's just watch some good old cartoons yeah Yeah. but in those Um, cases it's only because you're long-term familiar with those properties or that kind of television and so in your head you're thinking right you trust them but as far as you know there's entire groups of shows that they're they're not 
you know, the kids aren't being compensated or their parents' contract does suck or the kids are being treated poorly on set. Like, we don't know. Mm-hmm. We have no idea. So to me, yeah. it's not any different. It's just the main difference is you can be like Ryan and start from scratch and suddenly you've got 19 million followers a couple of years later versus you had to jump through all the hoops of getting, you know, noticed or go through auditions or whatever to get your place uh, established on a yeah. tradition, more traditional thing. But at the end yeah. of the day, it's still... Still a lot of shitty adults making choices for kids. I, I yeah. just don't want to turn on the TV in 10 years and see E, the true Hollywood story, oh, Ryan's Ryan. toy review. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're going to see, man. Yeah. I'm telling you. We, might. Uh, we very like, well might. Here's the thing, though. that yeah. It's also so niche though. So, like, yeah. even though I'd never even heard of this kid, obviously, because I'm not in the market for it, and neither are my kids, Um. It's like hearing about that. Who's the makeup guy that's in all the controversy now? Oh, yes. Oh, God. Makeup YouTube. I'm like, why am I even reading about this? I don't care. (laughs) Right. So I think it'll be a more niche controversy. There's this girl. uh, Yesterday, I did a tweet about her. I never heard of her Oh, I saw her. I saw her. The bathwater girl. Yeah, she's selling her (laughs) bathwater. Well, apparently, she's making like just in uh, Patreon alone, she makes 150 grand a month Uh per month. And yeah. you know what oh she does? God. Sits around looking half naked and slinky all day with funny faces yeah. and being an anime girl. I it's a it's a world I don't understand. So if there's ever any controversy, it'll be like a niche one. It'll happen within that community. The Ryan thing will yeah. happen within the community of people who cared about YouTube kid shows. Like it'll be this weird fragmentation. It won't right. be the nightly news carrying the big controversy. It won't yeah, be like yeah, that. Yeah. Which is interesting right. in its own way. But you did you did hear about them turning off the comments of all children programming on YouTube, right? I did hear about that, yeah. Oh, really? They had to do, and they did it because what was happening, <sighs> pervy people going into the comments, time stamping when there's like a place that the kid is not intending to be like in a compromising situation, but like just crappy oh jeez yeah. so other pedophiles can find it yeah basically. yeah it was yeah. like secret code for this it was like for this like moment right here yeah but you wouldn't and, have and to YouTube point it out they they would they would actually just do it as code so you wouldn't say yeah hey you guys check out this scene at, at 1.5 uh, minutes time stamp it yeah they just time stamp it and then they would know to go look at the time stamp and oh there's the shot where if you pause it just right that kid's coming off a slide and you can see his underwear yeah. like what a bunch of freaks dude uh, yeah Gross. So, but that's I, how does YouTube police that? And they just shut it down. And like all of the parent bloggers are up in arms. I'm like, YouTube did you a favor. Comments are horrible. Yeah, they're bad. Like, they're bad. They're, nothing good comes cool. out of those comments, especially in a, like a kids' network of stuff. What is the point? Yes. There's no yeah. point to those comments. Zero. Zippo. Get rid of them. Yeah. In fact, I wish they were off by default all across the board and people exactly. would have to enable them because yeah. I hate and them. And going back to my whole YouTube Kids app, I like that app now. I, when it first came out, I, I trashed it. I took it off. I actually like it because it, it gives me control. They actually have some collections. So like the Gina Davis Foundation, they have uh, sh- uh, channels that they have vetted. Um, uh, Sesame street has channels. They have vetted. So you can look through their collections of channels and said, you know, okay, I like that group of channels, or I can look for channels that have been vetted, um, versus that random and turn off searching. Uh, 
that random algorithm that would happen that would take you down a crazy path to where you're watching the duck song and <laughs> is that, the duck song that, how does the duck song compare to the shark baby shark uh so <laughs> and the duck walk out da, 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 and i thing in my hand new, hey got any grapes <laughs> and he goes got any grapes wow <laughs> and he's selling lemonade so anyway it's, it's this repetitive song <laughs> But there's a version of it where the duck gets shot. Is this, and is my, this the song? my son actually he got put it. He goes, What? I was like, Oh God. So I had to quickly wow. stop it. And Tell me the duck story. Is this the duck song? Bum, bum, bum. Yes. 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 A duck walked up to a lemonade stand and he said to the man, Run in the stand. Run hey, stand. Bum, bum, hey. Bum. got any grapes? Oh my gosh. 392,900,000 views. And, and, and I know it's a spoiler, but I, I want to know it anyway. The duck gets shot at the end of this? No, that's the, oh. that is the spoof version. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> this, is an, this is an innocent little song that the kids gotcha. love. But somebody made somebody a spoof. Likes, yeah. Somebody made a I spoof gotcha. of it. And yeah. And then there's another version where I think he's he goes in for maybe chapstick. I don't know. See, that's the <laughs> other thing. See, that's the other thing. It's it's remix culture. Just put it on my bill. <laughs> it's a it's a remix culture thing, right? Like we live in a time yeah, where somebody yeah. can take that, remix it, and the duck gets shot in the head at the end. But the little kid who's been surfing around doesn't know that until yeah, he gets there, exactly. right? Right. So yeah. that stuff's hard to hard to manage. I because I get Which it. Which is like, why again. That's why I like the YouTube Kids app yeah. with the the channel specific channel features, not letting them search. Really, kind of uh, focusing it in. So yeah. there you go. Kind of rubs me. I didn't mean weird. to go down this tangent. I was I was going to give you this clip. I know. Uh, I was going to ask you, is this your recommendal? <laughs> <laughs> My recommendal is the YouTube Kids app. Uh, okay. Okay. Good. If, you're doing channel selection but this is the show on netflix that my my son is absolutely obsessed with and uh it's horrible but awesome all at the same time all right i'm gonna hit play here we go oh, it's a bad situation here do i go up and face the mountain lion or do i take my chances with the abyss my adventure is up to you Oh, I know what this is. This is that Bear Grylls choose your own adventure or make oh, a decision really? thing. It's, yeah. So this is it's, you versus the uh, you versus Wild. Mm -hmm. It is a choose your own adventure. You got this guy, and he like he said, do I go up or do I go down? Do I eat the mushroom? Do I not eat the mushroom? It's, it's Bear to Snatch. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly. It, and it's hilarious to watch my son torture this man because he makes him eat the mushroom and then he gets diarrhea and like it's hilarious. <laughs> so Bear Grylls is known for this. Obviously, he used to do uh, that Discovery show, Man versus Wild or whatever it was, and that's why this is You versus Wild. So he's already right. kind of this guy. But what's cracks me up about this is it's got a video game quality to it, like a choice making quality. Yes. But yeah. at the end of the day, he had to film both options. Exactly. Right, right. <laughs> right. He had to eat the mushroom and get the shits or the other scenario where he didn't eat the mushroom and instead he fell down the cliff or whatever. Like he has to yeah. do it either way. And it's so weird to me that that's compelling. I get it for kids. But for me, I couldn't I wouldn't be able yeah. to do no, this. No, it's, it's 
It's great for kids because what Mateo will do is he'll choose the thing and then he'll see it play out and then he'll rewind it to see what the other one plays out. So like he's he's interacting with it. He's engaged with the content. Um, and that's what they want, you know. Mm-hmm. So Chat room says War Crusher says I like Bear Grills, other than the fact he named one of his own kids Marmaduke. Really? Marmaduke Grills? <laughs> really? Marmaduke. That's amazing. <laughs> Oh my gosh! But I, although also Brian, oh. nice Bandersnatch joke earlier. I didn't want that to go by without. Rec- oh, uh, thanks. That no, was, I, that was I, very good. Sometimes I just like hearing from somebody on Twitter saying, "I think they missed it, but I love that joke." Yeah, it happens. It ha- <laughs> <coughs> well, uh, all right. I mean, look, you could you could recommend worse things, but you've put another link yeah. in here. Should well, I click this one? I did. I I do. Here's another really bad show that Netflix has just come out with. <laughs> Nicole's bag of recommendals. All right, hold on. I'm going to hit this one. Here we go. These contestants have been up for 24 hours. They'll push their tired minds and bodies to the limit and beyond in a series of mental and physical challenges geared to test the ultra tired. Wait, it's just to test tired I almost watched this last night because... You would it, probably like it. It's an I interesting little game show. Uh, Mateo really enjoys it. You basically, the, the game show is called Awake, the million dollar game show. And they make the contestants stay up for 24 hours and count money. And after the 24 hours, they have to come out and do all these physical challenges. And they slowly eliminate the contestants. And at the very end... They have to guess how much money they counted in those 24 hours. And they have to, like one guy, he gave up almost, he gave up $130,000 to go for the million. But you have to, I think, be like 20 cents. Within that accuracy. Within the accuracy to get the million. And I'm like, I couldn't even do that (laughs) if I was, if I had. If I just woke it up. Yeah. Take the hundred and thirty thousand, you dummy! Wow. So is this a blechamental or is this still a recommendal? I like, mean, do you think- it's a good. I mean, it's. I think it's interesting that Netflix is getting into the game show game. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're seeing. I mean, the fact that you're seeing them is is a sign that they are getting that they know that people watch this because they've got yeah. data. That's how Netflix works. Well, they had that uh, nailed it right. That that yes. was kind of like a competition thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's still on. So I think they still do in the water. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that show right. does really well. So this is, uh, I feel like this is more in the line uh, or in the vein of like deal or no deal. It, it kind of feels like those shows you're seeing. Yeah. Um, Fear oh, factor. Or that what's sort of the thing. big wheel? Is it called the wheel where they oh, spin a wheel? The Dax Shepard one. Oh, yeah. I watched God. one episode of that dumb thing. It's like <laughs> answer these Go away, I'm baiting. Answer these questions about trivia things and maybe win money. Hmm. And there's three questions or four questions throughout the whole thing. It's all, you know, like it, it's supposed to be trivia. And you get like the tiniest little handful of questions. Basically, it's that Chris Hardwick thing with a wheel instead of a wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Biggest and, downfall. Uh, I was just telling the chat room, my biggest downfall to all of these and the reason I would probably not like the uh-huh. wheel or even maybe one of these. Like I had a hard time with the... Uh, um, Flinch is Flinch yeah. sounds like one I'd want to watch. Guy with a head inside of a bowl full of spiders. 
Is he going to oh, flinch? Like, that's cool. <laughs> that's a great idea. Uh, but they edit these like all reality yeah. show and game shows get edited. I hate that editing. I hate it. Because you know what's they boring. To, well, it's they so have to boring. edit it to make it yeah. interesting. I mean, there's, you know, that's it's the nature it's the nature of the game and unfortunately it's the only way to do it to make it I don't know. I don't know if I agree because I can audience. I don't know if I agree. I can watch the uh, Drew Carey host the freaking uh Price is Right and I can watch yeah. the Price is Right at its own pace and get Price is Right moments without a bunch of fake editing where it zooms into people's faces and we get a lot of dun dun dun. Like I don't need all well, that. Mm-hmm. Just have a game show. Have a good competition. And don't edit yourselves into oblivion. It's a certain kind of editing that I'm that I'm. Have you watched about. the Mental Warrior or Ninja? What the heck is it? Mental Ninja well, Warrior. American Ninja Warrior. It's with, oh, no, oh, Rob Lowe. With Rob Lowe, yes. And, and the computer Ava. Yeah, can and I tell you how much that one drives me nuts? Because <laughs> here's we're going to put five <laughs> minutes on the clock, and you have to answer these 12 questions while this... Uh, this torture, the James Bond torture device from Moonraker uh, moves you around all these walls. And they waste so much damn time between yes. questions with the whole like, and then put you in front. No wonder you can't answer it, answer all those questions in five mental minutes. It's samurai. not because mental samurai. It's not because Thank of you, the, uh, the questions are tough. It's not because you're dizzy from this machine. It's because they waste so much damn time with the machine moving you around from question to question. Yeah. I would love to know if that machine ever breaks down. Like, oh, God, I'm sure. That'd be great. Like, see outtakes from that thing where it's just like uh, somebody dangling face yeah. face down, holding onto their straps, basically. Yeah. All right. I don't I don't know. I find I, I, I'm, I'm excited about more game shows. I like a good game show. I just don't feel like anybody's mm-hmm. making a traditional game show like that. That what's the one with uh, um, Snoop Dogg? Uh, um Joker's, oh, Joker's Wild. Wild? Yeah, I yeah. love Which the idea out, of Joker's Wild. They missed Wild. out on an opportunity not calling it the Toker's Wild. I don't know what they were thinking. 100% <laughs> agree. But also that yeah. shows using the same editing I'm talking about, and I hate it. Like, mm-hmm. just just pace it well in, in live. And if it doesn't work out every time, that's okay. Like, I don't like how – I guess it's too packaged. It's, like, the, well, it's the who wants to be a millionaire. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's your prime time – editing versus your daytime that's why your drew carey is is just basically like ah, we're gonna leave the cameras going and make the cliffhanger dude walk up the mountain yodeling but with the nighttime one they've got to basically say all right we need to inject drama into the game show we can't just have it people coming up on stage Mm -hmm. and guessing prizes or spinning a wheel it's got to be all right well before we get to the next question tell us about your kids Oh, yeah. We've actually got them backstage and they're strapped to this wall. And if you get the million dollars, then you have to you know, sell you one know, of them. Now that you say that, yeah. there is a good one. The Ellen's Game of Games is actually a fun one. Oh, yeah. It's good if you like watching people who look like they've been injected with 18 cappuccinos and placed on a <laughs> on a aluminum foil floor above a bunch of hot coals. Uh, see, Brian's right there with me. You're What you're describing are the things that drive me crazy. If it's not editing, yes. it's that thing where they're like, hey, yeah, okay, all, all right, let's so go. But that's how they excited. are on Price is Right. They have to be on Price is Right. They inter- no, you're right. They are. You're, you're not wrong. Oh, yeah. They are on there. But that's if, they're, true. if they're a seven on Price is Right compared to the 11 that they have to be on Ellen game of games i i like ellen's game of games except for that aspect of it because i kind of like the whole you know it's it's what uh it's what battle of the frog pants all-stars would be if i had an unlimited budget yeah (laughs) 
I'd be, you know, I'd basically be shoving you guys into giant pies and making you dance blindfolded with drip us in, <laughs> drop us in guacamole and spaghetti sauce. <laughs> exactly. But uh, no, it's that whole. Scott's absolutely nailed that part of it, which drives me nuts. It's the whole fake amped up. You've got to, if you want us to call your name, you got to act like you've been shot out of a cannon into a a bottle of adrenaline. And you're getting the, you're getting the high T shots all day long. Like just calm the (laughs) F down, you know? And is there anybody who looks more sad to be stuck in the game show that he's on than Joel McHale on card sharks? (laughs) I love Joel McHale, but man, he sure seems so, he seems so crying on the inside on card sharks. Oh yeah, no, he's. I haven't seen him on, on, I like card sharks. I haven't, I usually watch The Price is Right and Let's Make a Deal. Those are really the only two that I Those are on, uh, the new ones are all on Hulu too. Like the whole, I like Alec Baldwin on Match Game, except that, that show fails because the, the writers suck. But, uh, Joel McHale on, uh on card sharks just looks like he wants somebody just to put him out of his misery he probably does <laughs> i don't think i've seen any of that are they I mean other were all those worth tracking down and watching like would i enjoy card i'd be watching if you like the old card sharks it's yeah. worth watching the first few minutes of it i will say this they don't do the whole who wants to be a millionaire dark stage giant spotlights that mm-hmm. sort of thing mm-hmm. it's it's really modeled match game is modeled to be just like the old match game and get I tried celebrities watching drunk. Match game. Mm. I didn't like oh, really? it. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's the only one of those that I actually really do like because yeah. they, they admit that it's, it's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and the celebrities are getting drunk while you sit there and watch. I mean, uh, <laughs> the fabulous Kimmy Schmidt is like half in the bag by the, by the time they get to the super match. <laughs> oh, maybe I'll revisit it then. <laughs> the unbreakable, I guess it is. Yeah, but um, you can't break that. Oh yeah, Icor brings up Holy Moly, which actually I watched. I watched the first episode. I love Robert Riggle, so I was looking forward to this. And it is, it's like, uh, it's absolutely. Uh, do you remember that game show, uh, Wipeout, where oh, people yeah. had yeah, to climb yeah, yeah. on a big moving obstacle course? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've got one of those now that's miniature golf, but Boy, it's it Lord. looks like it uses all the old <laughs> Wipeout props. <laughs> How, how is that even possible it's it's great and that's also i think that's on hulu as well that one's holy okay. moly and uh holy moly. yeah rob riggle is fantastic on that. i love rob riggle so bring it on yeah that guy yeah watch that that one's worth you know of all the ones we've mentioned that's probably the one most worth checking out yeah all right well i'm i'm into it uh yeah. well there you go that's a lot of recommendals today <laughs> yes it was Jeez, yeah it is <laughs> yeah really uh went far with that one uh but that's Died. okay we enjoyed it. Uh, Nicole, is there anything else going on in your world that we should talk about before we go? Uh, we have a new Wood Whisperer video out. Ooh. So if you're interested in woodworking, go over to the Wood Yeah, Mom. starring Ryan, the kid wonder. No. Oh, no. Starring, okay. starring the chief little prick, uh, no. Mark Spagnolo. <laughs> do you see the, do you see over here? Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the behind me is... Uh, a hall tree that Mark built, and he released a video on. How Wait, let me see hall tree. Right there, right there. Yeah, it's like a like a thing that you put your coats and shoes yes. and all that stuff. Oh, it's like a coat rack. Outside. Okay. Yeah, I had kids' shoes everywhere, jackets almost, everywhere. Almost like a set of lockers, really nice lockers without doors on them that you can all put your stuff in the cubbies and stuff like that. That's yeah. exactly what it's like. 
Yeah. That's very cool. It's very cool. Does yeah. it have names on it or anything? You got like uh... it does. I I decorated it and put our name at the top of it. Wow. I don't oh. think it, it's shown in the video, but yeah. Very nice. Cool. Does Dougie have a Does Dougie have a, a, a cube? <laughs> no, Dougie. What Dougie does is, unfortunately, I don't have doors on the bottom, and he will come. And Ava always has like cute little. Uh, rain boots and he will go in there and take the boot and chew the boot up so Dougie Dougie Dougie. Mm. (laughs) what are you gonna do with that little guy there's nothing you can do about it I love him I gotta love him well uh, (laughs) this has been great Uh, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day and week before we see you again happy 4th you as well yeah happy 4th to you too yay America yay all right. All right. Can I can I take one second and admit something? I know we're really long for the show. Go ahead. Maybe I save this. Is my most embarrassing thing to admit right now. Go for it. Do it. Tina and I are watching The Bachelorette. Oh my <laughs> lord, dude. We're 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 watching it with the full knowledge that it is hot garbage. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're doing that, I mean, I'm doing that with Kim as she's watching uh Riverdale, same thing. It's terrible, okay, and I you know, know it. It's it is. Uh, there you go. It is Riverdale level. Yeah, <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> I've been kicked out of the block slash block. Yep. Uh, no, is, you'll you'll have is, to let us uh, know how that goes because I am so far from that a world. Dumpster fire. Yeah. Our people. We've never watched one of these, and basically, we just wanted to watch the first episode because that was one of the things we missed uh, when the soup went off the air. Was the the Bachelor is all introducing themselves in the stupidest way possible like one guy pops out of a box full of styrofoam because he's a guy who works at a box factory <laughs> and they come up with these stupid puns of like uh the guy rides in on a horse and he says uh you get my heart erasing or something dumb like that it's it is absolutely but now we're freaking watching all this stupid stuff oh my lord oh do you, you please report never later again. never again please report later on how it goes will you give us yes. an update um, all right, we're going to get out of here. Frogpants.com slash TMS is our website. If you're looking to support us, we're over at Patreon.com slash TMS. Brian will now play a song to take us out for real. What do you got over there, buddy? Boy? I will. It's rare when we get a request for somebody to play their own song, but damn it, this thing's good, and I'm going to play it. David Emini uh, wrote in and uh, said, Hi, Scott and Brian. As the new series of Stranger Things is coming, like today... Uh, any chance you could play my cover of the main theme on the show? Lots of love, David from London in the UK. And you can follow him at uh, Dave M N E on Twitter. So D A V E M N E. Uh, his name is David M M N E, and uh, this is his metal cover of the Stranger Things tribute or Stranger Things theme called Metal Things. Mm, this sounds fantastic. All right, we'll play it now. And a quick note before we go, no show tomorrow. It's the 4th of July, and we're taking it off for the holiday. That's right. Go America, USA, fireworks. Happy birthday, America. Good job. I hope those tanks don't ruin the street in D.C. Good luck to you.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Hey, what's with the costumes? Yeah.